How's it going, everybody? I'm Nick Schifani. And I'm Adam Schifani. In addition to being brothers, we're the founders of Nerd901, a blog and podcast embracing the nerd culture in Memphis and around the world, all from our home base here in the 901. You can check out our team's exclusive content at nerd901.com. And while you're on the site, you'll want to take a look at the latest Surreal Entertainment schedule. Every week, we post an updated list of Surreal's upcoming bingo and theme trivia events, from TV shows to video games to music to movies and much more. No matter what you like, Surreal Trivia has a theme night just for you. And with our handy guide, you'll never miss out on any of our free fun. Nerd out about trivia and whatever else you love at nerd901.com and our Twitter at nerd underscore 901. Nerds unite! Live from Flynn Broadcasting in Memphis, Tennessee, it's time for Cerrito Live. Here's your host, Kevin Cerrito. Seasons, greetings, and salutations. We are live from Hyattop, Mount Moriah, here at Flynn Broadcasting. Welcome to the show. We got an action-packed edition of the program coming to you this Saturday before Christmas. Birmingham Bowl Saturday as the Tigers are about to kick off in just about an hour in Birmingham, Alabama. The Jared's Birmingham Bowl Today against Wake Forest. The Tigers still favored. They're still favored in this game. Three and a half, even though their best player's not playing. We'll talk about that here in a moment with Jessica Benson. But coming up later on in this hour, Holly Whitfield will join me on the program. She comes on the show every month. She's multiple visits this month on her on her schedule. She's back with us today. This is an annual tradition in this time slot on Sports 56 for Holly to come in and we take a look back. At the year that was. So we'll be uh, recapping the year 2018 in Memphis, Tennessee with Hollywood Field a little bit later on in this hour. So if there's something you will remember, what will you remember about Memphis in 2018? You can tweet me at Cerrito. You can tweet Holly at I Love Memphis. You can even tweet CJ if you want at Con Radicalness and uh, tell us what you will remember in Memphis uh, throughout the year of 2018, when when uh, you reflect, it's just a very uh, it's an hour of reflection today, CJ. So we're going to talk about what we remembered from the week, but also really recap the entire year of 2018 with Holly Whitfield coming up. But you can, of course, tweet us, or if you want to text Sports 56, you can six seven one two nine six seven one two nine is the text line here. If you have a certain memory, sports or non sports, about the year 2018 in Memphis, and coming up in the wrestling hour, two big returns. Kevin Lawler was in studio last week. Of course, son of the king, Memphis wrestling promoter, formerly the Yellow Jacket back in the day. He'll be back with us in studio. Plus, it's the return of Jake the Snake Roberts, who we talked to for just a couple of minutes. I'm telling you, this interview, even if you do not like professional wrestling, this interview is going to be good if it's anything like the sneak peek that we had. Two sentences, right, CJ? Two sentences I think we got out of Jake the Snake. You were hooked. What did he, he mentioned, and we're going to follow up on both of these. He mentioned that. Andre the Giant farted on him in the ring, right? Whooped his ass and then farted on him. And then also he was talking about controversy surrounding him and Jerry Lawler's feud when uh, the feud, the main focus of the feud was the King's substance abuse. And he was talking about, not the King's, not the King's, King's never had a sip of alcohol in his life, but Jake the Snake's substance abuse and uh, pouring whiskey on him while he was trying to stay sober 
So we'll we'll follow up with all of that with Jake the Snake and more because he'll be in Memphis in January. We're getting close to Jake the Snake Roberts' big uh, Memphis show at the High Tone. So we'll talk more about that. He'll be at the High Tone on January 7th. But we do start every week talking about what we remember over the past seven days. We do so with Jessica Benson from Local 24, and she joins us now. Ladies and gentlemen, it's my pleasure to introduce to you. He's a friend of mine. Yes, yes, I am. And he goes by the name. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Season's greetings. Okay, it's been another fun week of Memphis sports. This time last week, we were previewing the Memphis versus Tennessee game. That game did happen, but the storylines connected to that game did not end. My goodness, I think we officially have uh, the rivalry is back, huh? I hope these storylines never end. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I was cheated of the the true Memphis Tennessee rivalry hatred. All the fun stuff my first two and a half years here, and now I feel like the floodgates are open, and I'm finally getting a taste of what everyone's been talking about because my mentions just randomly on Twitter. Some balls fans will just tweet, "Is Penny still crying?" And just honestly, like all week, it's so bizarre. Um, <laughs> it's ama- It's amazing. I'm just like, oh, this is great. Uh, but yes, I think it's safe to say that the rivalry was renewed last week at FedEx Forum, and uh, the fire was certainly stroked the rest of the week as well. Right. It had nothing to do with the game, really. We're not going to break right. down the game. The <laughs> game is what it, the result was what was expected. The Tigers hung in there for a minute. But what did happen at the end of the game and, and whether or not fists were, were uh, put Balled in, up. Yeah. Did you ball your fist up or not? Uh, is has been part of the storyline. So catch people up who have, who have missed this. They might have watched the game, haven't kept up. But really, we're in a great spot. Because when you want to have a, a great college basketball rivalry, you got to have two uh, famous coaches, right? Two famous coaches. And, and, and it has lined up this way for Tennessee and, and for Memphis. So they've got that celebrity aspect back. Two big names who are, who are willing to uh, stand up for themselves and their reputation. And you got a guy, Penny, who doesn't who's not down with traditional spin coaching speak, right? Who's going to possibly say things you don't usually hear from a coach. So uh, we'll flashback. The, the Tigers lose the game on Saturday, but the story coming out of the game, besides the fact that somebody took a dump behind the concession stand. Which was just, again, went right along with how everything went last weekend. <laughs> did, did we figure out this guy's origin story? Has he been interviewed by anyone yet? No, I never, I never saw the E True Hollywood story on the FedEx Forum dumper. I miss E True Hollywood story. I, I really miss E. I was a big E True Hollywood story <laughs> fan. Um, no, I never, I never saw him give an explanation of really what happened. He's just now a legend forever, as as he should be. I don't, I don't know. Do we give him legendary status? He or do we just pretend it never happened. Well, what is bizarre to me? I think, so for the guy who the, the at the game, the guy was caught taking a dump, I guess, using the bathroom. Right? What's the official news term that y'all were used for this? Is there a nicer <laughs> I, word? That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> but um, relieved himself. Dropped a toozy. Either. Excuse me. Steve? Yeah, a toozy. Let's go with DJ. 
I don't think that's that's what I saw them say on the news. But so by he gets caught behind the back. How is it not in the story whether or not he must have been a Memphis fan? Because how was it not reported? No, we know we saw him in his Memphis shirt in the mugshot. Okay, he does have a Memphis shirt. He does. Are you sure? I didn't. I'll double check to confirm it. Yeah, I never saw his mugshot. It looked like I mean I saw his mugshot, but I didn't see see the shirt. I didn't see a shirt either. Uh, FedEx. Okay, so though, but that that story aside, we'll revisit that in a moment. Yeah. <laughs> but so that happened. But also, just and that we didn't even find out about that unless you were really close to the, that concession stand that that happened till later on in the night. But also, that's when the story started developing in this. So what happened? What's the drama coming out of this? So end of the game. Go back to the the end of the game. You talk about the bald fist. Penny accused Tennessee of of trying to fight Memphis essentially at the end of the game. Rick Barnes would go on to accuse Memphis of being floppers, uh, another big word in my mentions all week. And Rick Barnes kind of, he went on his coach's radio show and he made some comments and, you know, kind of put down Memphis and put down Penny and made jokes about the whole balled up fist comment. And so Penny has his press conference on Tuesday. And I want to say I was off on Tuesday and I've never been more disappointed to miss a standard weekly press conference in my life because it was it probably would have been the best press conference I ever at least to now would have been at and Penny's press conference just kind of turned into him dogging on Rick Barnes he called Rick Barnes low class he said one of my favorite things he said is I don't think Rick Barnes I don't know who Rick Barnes thinks I am established he'd never had a previous relationship with Rick Barnes, doesn't have one, doesn't need one. And he went on a rant about this whole thing and, and it kind of, you know, subsided. He gets into talking about the Tigers then the upcoming game against Little Rock and it ends and Phil Stukenberg, the S I D asks, you know, does anyone have anything else to say? No, okay, good, we're we're ending. So the cameras go off and people kind of start putting it away and <laughs> he's walking off. And he just kind of, you know, to a side says, Rick Barnes, get the F out of here, which is now a very legendary statement from head coach Penny Hardaway. And it got picked up nationally because, of course, like, if you're going to say that, that's suddenly going to be all over ESPN. And so now you have the Memphis-Tennessee rivalry storyline all over national sports media this week, which I think is spectacular. Like, in my opinion, no one is wrong here at all because it's a rivalry and and what fun is like a dud of a rivalry. This is precisely what you want. You want two coaches who are like continuing to lead the charge. And if I'm one of either of their players, like I'm stoked. Like you, of course, want your coach to not only defend you, but to stand up for the program, to stand up for what you're playing for. And so, yeah, so that's kind of the base of it. Then on top of all of that, I don't know if you saw Tennessee's Twitter account for their game this week was run by Smokey, the dog, and they were sending out tweets that were kind of like egging it on once again, saying like Rick Barnes, 10 out of 12, a classy person, um, they tweeted something from the student bookstore of a hoodie and said, perfect to hide your bald fist. That tweet ended up getting deleted, which I think is dumb because it was amazing. Um, 
so yeah, so I think next year's game in Knoxville can't come soon enough. I was sitting at the Memphis Little Rock game on Wednesday, and it actually was a better game than expected, which didn't make a ton of people very happy. But I was just sitting there, and I was like, man, I wish this was Tennessee again, <laughs> because it's so <laughs> awesome. And, uh, you know, the only downside here is perhaps the future of this series once the current contract is up. It is clear that Rick Barnes does not like Penny Hardaway. It is clear that Penny Hardaway does not particularly like Rick Barnes, and they're set up to play next year in Knoxville and then the year after in Nashville. And then after that, who knows? But you certainly hope that they can level it off enough on the business side of things to understand, like, this is great for college basketball. This is what it's all about. So hopefully we get this forever and ever and ever. Amen. (laughs) <laughs> right that's well very well said there jessica benson's joining us as we're talking about what we remember from the week and okay so this is interesting i don't know the, the original mugshot came out so we're going back and track try to figure out what happened okay, with this okay. guy uh, inside we're the i team we're on the case okay because the original mugshot when it was posted cropped off the memphis shirt and i wonder this is when it was originally out there i believe my friends over there at news channel three who are on your side uh, it looks like there's a cropped version of that. This is, uh, I, or I, and then there's another version that is out there. Of course, he is wearing the Memphis shirt. It is the same photo. So he is a okay. Memphis fan. But what I saw originally was the That's, mugshot. I saw the cropped. And I the Memphis the wasn't there. So I this is a team investigation that, that needs to go further here. But many outlets not posting uh, the picture where you can see the shirt. I don't know. This this is interesting. I couldn't find local twenty four, so I don't know what 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 do you guys have. Story I, we, I, I believe we did the cropped picture from what I saw, but I don't know if there's multiple pictures that are released by the police department. Do you see what I'm seeing, CJ? There's multiple pictures out there. The one I'm looking at, I he, has, he has a blue plaid shirt, a, a deep blue plaid shirt. With a blue T-shirt on. Now, I don't know if it says Memphis or not, but I see what appears to be an M, a P, and the start of an H. I'm assuming that's Memphis. That's definitely Memphis font. Can we just say the fact that I just typed in FedEx Forum poop into my search bar is a very 2018 moment. (laughs) I just I made the mistake of typing FedEx poop because I didn't feel like typing the form into my search bar. And apparently people are just, like, rolling up on FedEx employees as they drop stuff off to poop on the porch. What? Oh, oh no. Oh, my goodness. This is, what is happening? This is – so maybe that's what this guy was doing. Maybe he's done? involved in this movement here. But Maybe. He just wanted to take it a step further and do it at FedEx Forum. I just, I just searched I, – because I was like, if you put poop, then that means the word poop was used. I didn't want to say it in the in – the, who knows? Because there's so many different words that are being used for this. So my search was FedEx Forum man – FedEx Forum Man, like Florida Man. We have FedEx Forum Man. And that did get some results. Here are some of the headlines we've got from different outlets. So they say uh, defecated seems to be uh, the word of choice choice by most media outlets. Uh, Man at Memphis, Tennessee Volunteers game defecated by concession stand. Also, really looks like the second most popular word is dump. We have Fox 13 locally said man goes to bathroom on FedEx Forum hallway floor during tigers vols game so goes to the bathroom well that sounds like he just walked into the bathroom to me man goes into the ba- goes to the bathroom on the well, that sounds like like what anyone would do man walks to the bathroom well, there's not a bathroom like by your seats you have to go to the hall up in the concourse a uh, man arrested for pooping on inside 
uh, on floor inside arena during the game? Because when you first say this headline, it is people are like, well, wait a minute. Where, like, did you see, see the man who pooped at the game? And they're like, what? Not on the court. You have to, like, really quickly, like, not at the court. <laughs> that didn't happen yeah. on the court. That yeah. was my first thing I, I was trying to figure out when I heard this happen. I was like, wait, but where did he do this? We've got busted coverage says man taking a dump behind concession stands. So dump. My my Popular. choice of words also being used. But here you go. Here's your word from Yahoo Sports. We'll report on it. A man arrested for pooping behind concession stand during Memphis, Tennessee game. Just a wonderful story. So a we Christmas, <laughs> Christmas tale. <laughs> but, so me okay. There's got to be some type of a connection here because this would make more sense if he did this. At like the upcoming Justin Timberlake concert, right? Because would it make sense at all? <laughs> because because it's the the Man of the Woods concert series, right? So he's like in the you know like in the woods. You might take a dump in the woods. So if you're going to the Justin Timberlake's Man of the Woods tour, like some real high level performance art. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> An installation in the concourse of FedEx Forum. The true man of the woods. Are you going to that Timberlake concert again? You just went to the last. No, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. He was a good show. Memphis's number one Justin Timberlake fan will not be in attendance. You know, I'll be honest. I, hot take. It's not a show I would see twice. Oh, yeah. wow! This is, that's a, that's big coming from you. I know. I know. It's big. It's something I've had to grapple with. But it was it was a good show. It was just you know, I'm not the biggest fan of his most his latest man in the woods stuff. So I love all his old stuff and everything's great and it was a good show and it was great to see him in Memphis, but I'll I'll let the other people get a chance to see him this time. All right. We're talking about what we remember from the week. It's definitely the re- the return of the Memphis versus Tennessee. Uh, rivalry got taken up a notch here again this week, and of course the guy pooping up at Those are two things we were never. Uh, we're it's going to be all. It's going to take a lot for us to forget those two things yeah. that happened. Yeah, this week uh, we're about an hour away, so the new week officially begins when we stop talking, right? So about ten thirty, and so, yeah, that's how time works. So CJ, what what's up, CJ? I don't know because the week officially ends when you guys stop talking. Yeah, I don't know if the serial pooper. No, serial pooper is this yeah. week. Yeah, so it would have happened. Yeah, you're yeah, because it did happen during. Once we're done, that's when the new week. The new week begins a Saturday at eleven Central Time. Also, this is the second consecutive year Memphis and you know the booty has made news nationally. Is it not? Uh, yeah, yeah. I know. CJ just wants to bring up the Imagine Vegan Cafe, his favorite restaurant. Oh right. I still haven't dined there. I need to. This is a friend. The 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 buzz is I down. Okay, but okay, off track here. So the new week's about to begin in a couple of minutes, and that means the Tiger game happening is something we we'll, might be talking about next week. It's interesting down in Birmingham, Alabama, the Tigers uh, about to take the field down there and go head to head with Wake Forest. Memphis still favored, even though their best player is not playing today. Daryl Henderson is out. Memphis still favored by three and a half points going into this game today who you got jessica what's happening you all got a post-game show we do not have a post-game <laughs> show i would like to thank this game for being on espn even though i love our post-game shows but we we saw how that was last time although i do think i think this is memphis's game to lose especially now wake forest is also going to be without their 
All-American player, wide receiver Greg Dortch, is sitting out of the game with an injury, and he leads the team in receptions, receiving yards, total touchdowns, all that jazz. So you have kind of a similar situation where they're without their best player. I think Memphis just has so much else going for them this whole year. I mean, Patrick Taylor Jr. is another 1,000-yard rusher on this team, and he and Tony Pollard are presumed to split the carries here today. And I think that those two alone should be able to do some serious business against Wake Forest. This is a six and six Wake Forest team that had to win their last three games to make a bowl game. So I would, I would hope for the sake of the Tigers uh, that they will go on to win this. They haven't won a bowl. We always talk about five straight bowl games. They've been to five straight bowl games, but they haven't won a bowl game since 2014. And uh, so it, it would be great for Mike Norvell to get that that first bowl win. I know there's so many people out there who say bowls don't matter. I'm I understand where they're coming from, but I couldn't disagree more. Just in the sense that for the kids on this team, like you bet they matter. <laughs> like this is another game for them to go out and play, and for the seniors, for I mean a guy like Drew Kaiser who was devastated after that conference championship loss and was crying. Uh, this is a chance for him to to get a bowl win for Jackson Dillon and Sam Kraft after their long journeys as Tigers, like to go out on a win. So, uh, au contraire, I think this game means a lot, especially for the team. That doesn't mean a lot in terms of what we'll remember forever. Will we remember the 2018 Birmingham Bowl? Probably not, although it's presented by Jared. So maybe there will be a engagement, and then maybe we will. But overall, I just think uh, bowl games, I'm I'm super salty on the bowl games don't matter <laughs> because I, I love I also love bowl games like I am the loser who will sit down and be like oh the Idaho Potato Bowl is on spectacular I have something to do for the next three and a half hours <laughs> um, so I I do love bowl games even though I understand I understand the college football playoffs has kind of molded the mentality of which ones matter and which ones don't and which ones are actually for something but it's still your last game of the season and and you still want to win. Bottom right. line, they, and, I, I would I would loosely pick. I, I I worry to pick the Tigers because at this point, this season has shocked me in so many ways. But I do think they're playing well, and even without Daryl Henderson, they've figured it out here late, and they should be able to go there and get a win over a quote unquote power five school. Right. That will. That's why it matters. Right. It 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 doesn't. Bowl games matter more than. It's been decades since bowl have meant this much as they do this year because we can finally legalize, legally gamble on them, right? So, yeah. so that has upped the stakes in the bowl games across the country. But for the Tigers, yeah, you want to beat one of these. If you ever want to jump into the Power Five, beating Wake Forest matters. So it doesn't matter as much to Wake Forest. And if you're one of those Power Five schools or a Wake Forest fan, you will always spin it like we don't care. It's the Birmingham. Like the bowl games don't matter when you lose, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. You, then you can brush it off and say, oh, you know. Oh, and we care. couldn't get up for that. <laughs> we went to Birmingham to play uh, the Memphis Tigers and be like, oh, okay. All right. Whatever. You lost. Yeah, It wasn't a big deal once you lose. Don't care. But when they win, they'll say, we won our bowl game. Yeah, we've Great. won X exactly number of consecutive too. bowl games. Yes. Okay, before we let you go, Jessica, of course, every week, CJ, I think the movie, is the, we have a movie trailer today? All right, CJ, of course, Ooh. former, you, here, there's a fun fact about CJ, Jessica. That, uh, CJ, you know, he used to work at a movie theater. 
What movie theater? Regal Hollywood, 27 in Nashville, the biggest theater this side, east of the Mississippi, south of the Mason-Dixon line. Wait, how many screens? 27. Our largest screen could seat, I'm guessing about 800, 700, 800. How do you like? That's pretty good statistics there. I should talk to the people who work at the movie theater more if they can drop all this knowledge about yeah about movie all theater. of that. So CJ used to work at a movie theater. His dream is to become the the voiceover guy for movie trailers. So every week on this show, we give him the opportunity to show off his skills. Now, last week, if you missed it, I recommend you go back and listen to the podcast. We listen to everything, of course. Live dot com. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast. While you're there, subscribe to Jessica's podcast. Still not engaged that she hosts. With her boyfriend, her not her fiance, Chris boyfriend. Luther, who who might be proposing at the Jared Birmingham Bowl today, he might be flying there and on television comes on screen, Jessica, while you're watching it, and and proposes. Could be he know he knows not to do sporting events, so <laughs> we would we would turn it off. <laughs> so CJ's dream to be uh, the voiceover guy for movie trailers. CJ, you got your trailer today. You ready to go? If you're ready, do we need to know the topic, or are we just experience? Just experience. All right. One, two pennies coming for you. Three, four tigers flop on the floor. Five, six, Rick Barnes is sick of talking about this. Seven, eight fans are full of hate. They will play again. <laughs> the UT Vols and the Memphis Tigers are two of the more historically rich basketball programs in the state of Tennessee. They have combined for three final fours. Memphis having all three. Yet, Memphis is not considered a chief rival by the volunteers. Memphis versus Tennessee. Colon, there's a rivalry brewing. Rick Barnes isn't impressed by FedEx Forms' atmosphere. Penny Hardaway thinks Barnes is low class. Barnes thinks the Tigers flop. Penny has never heard of the word flop. It's not in his lexicon. He can't even spell it. He spells it with an I and two Z's on the end. Penny thinks flopping is soft. And you know how Penny spells soft. U T Memphis versus U T colon Crybaby Blue versus Vomit Orange Starring Jordan Bone Alex Lomax Clinched Fist The Bitch Clearing Brawl That Wasn't Mayor Corporate Monster the Tigers' third biggest rival, the Vols' 30th biggest rival, and 
Ghost of Banner's Pass. <laughs> Mythis vs. UT colon. They play again next year. Scary stuff here right before the holidays. Uh, a Christmas thriller. All right. Thank you, CJ. Was, I'm ready. I'll see. I'd see that. I'm, we're going to see yeah. that next year. We're going to see we're it. Signed I, up. It's just we're one ready. of those mov- movies that continues, right? It's like turned into a, from a movie to a TV series because it's continuing to develop. Got to turn it. Got to watch your local news to keep up with the latest and what's happening with Memphis versus UT. And of course, you can watch Jessica tonight on Local Twenty Four and throughout the week, giving you your sports coverage. Jessica, thanks for joining us today. Merry Christmas to you and and Chris. And I will see you, uh, talk to you right here next Saturday after we'll be done with the Birmingham Bowl. Who knows? Maybe we'll remember it. Maybe we won't. Yeah, who knows? Will we remember it? Let's make it memorable. Let's make the Tigers memorable tonight. Make it memorable Absolutely. Let's see. All right, thanks, Jessica. Have a happy holiday. Have a good one, you guys. You too. Bye. Jessica Benson, follow at Local24 Jessica on Twitter. We'll be right back. Holly Whitfield's here in studio. We're going to recap 2018 in Memphis. This is going to be lots of fun. It's an annual tradition on this show, and it is next. You're on Sarita Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Attention all grandmas, grandpas, nanas, and pop-ops. Bingo is not just for you anymore. Introducing Cerrito Bingo. It's a modern twist on a classic game for everyone to enjoy. Play 10 exciting rounds of free bingo every week at locations all over the Memphis area. For more info, visit CerritoBingo.com. Cerrito Bingo is the game-o. Now play Cerrito Bingo every Sunday fun day at Laughlin Yard, every Tuesday during Pike Night at Elbow, and every Friday night at Memphis Maid's Tap Room. Are you one of the many Memphis area residents who suffer from everyday boredom? Do you sit around at night looking at your phone while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually, that'd be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's a trivia night with questions about stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes, including TV shows, movies, music, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, times, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com. Or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And by the way, did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact Cerrito Trivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis's most unique trivia experience to your next party, work function, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for everyday order. Work side of Pixman with wing prices, laughing out loud, high five eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverage, right pickle scissors, and spending quality time with friends. CerritoTrivia.com. Now, back to Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM.